Adam Beckman. That is a wonderful bad beat. Adam Beckman, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan kid, former Spokane Chief, has his first NHL goal taken off the board because of an offside review by former Blade Todd McClellan. That's a bad beat. It is when you have a win in betting right within your grasp and at the last second something unforeseen happens and pulls victory right out of your hands. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show, episode number 945 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live on the Game Plus TV network on the radio, WQEE The Key. Shout out, Ryan O Radio. And we're also on the streams, YouTube Live and iHeartRadio. Coming to you from the spacious bunker here, the uh, beautiful IKS Media in Canada's Queen City. We have our usual co-host with us, Darren Moose DuPont. I want to say hi to everybody who's written in already and said, hey, I can guarantee that we're going to have a heck of a lot of fun today, get a lot of fun topics. We got some great friends stopping by. Baba O'Neill will be with us from CHCH Television, Hamilton. And also Daryl Rommel from CTV, the ageless, the peerless host of CTV Morning Live. He'll be with us, uh, the pride of Brooks, Alberta. He told me last night at the hockey game, I'm the only guy who refers to him as the bandit, the Brooks bandit. (laughs) And I said, well, hey, at least it's memorable. How you doing, Moose? You're in Prince Edward Island, Canada, at the Canada Winter Games. Give us a quick update on that. Yeah, things are going really well here. Temperatures dropping a bit, but uh, speed skating's really big today. Saskatchewan's got three medals in speed skating, which is awesome. Um, BC's done really well in squash, and then hockey quarterfinals, curling quarterfinals, and ringette quarterfinals all happen late this afternoon. How about that? So it your, goes fast, yeah. eh? It goes fast. Really it's like fast. the World Juniors and various things that I've been at. By the way, I'm calling up an email. You jogged in my mind when you were talking about all these things. Uh, it, go, it goes fast. Um, yeah. yeah. What do they do? Really, a round really robin and then playoffs? Is that the deal? Is that the Yeah. Format? So the three, it was three and three games for hockey um, in the round robin pool play. Then a day off. And basically, if you win, it's three and three. Quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So they've moved from Charlottetown over to the beautiful venue in Summerside where the Capitals play for today's quarterfinal. And then they'll be back at the East Link Center where the Charlottetown Islanders play for the final. Um, If they get that far, uh, Saskatchewan does. So that'll be fun, um, and we're looking forward to it. Curling, though, has been really great, and so has uh, the other sports, so it's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, your Canada Winter Games update from Darren Moose DuPont. You're welcome. Uh, what made me think about the email I was trying to find was the Game Plus logo on the television screen. Those can see. They can't see it on the radio right now, nor podcast. But we got an email here. And I'll tell you what. Th- th- this is guaranteed that you're going to get me to open your email. If you email the show account with the title, Your Show Being Awesome. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? You want to hear what this yeah. very clearly very intelligent person wrote? Hey. I get to see your show on Game Plus Channel. Great. Your show is awesome. I'm in Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver. Dying for more good local or at least regional sports content, so I'm glad you're there. Keep it up. Garbage on Rogers and Bell 98% of the time. Cheers. Vincent. His name's Vincent Morris. I don't want to talk about the Rogers Bell thing. Those are good friends of ours, obviously, but we're doing our thing over here. They're doing their thing over there. Between the two, we're covering a lot of stuff and having a lot of fun. So they found us out there in Vancouver on uh, TELUS Channel 924. I love it. Thank you, Vincent. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And, uh... 
<laughs> that is still working. Uh, and by the way, hey, I was watching Follow the Numbers this morning on Sportsnet 360, my old network today out of Vegas. I mean, there's nothing you can't beat live. Stormy Buonatani and Tim Murray were hosting, and I really enjoyed it. There's something about live, and you can text the show right now live, 902-518-3033. You can tell us how great we are. We're not going to stop you. NHL leftovers moose from Wednesday night. Patrick Kane and Max Domi scored two goals each, and the Chicago Blackhawks overcame a three-goal deficit to beat the Dallas Stars 4-3 on Wednesday night. <laughs> I, 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 why are you laughing at that? Because you're laughing, and, I know, and I'm waiting for... Why are you still winning? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not it. But the Hawks have won four in a row, so why are you winning? But I saw this piece somebody wrote. Patrick Kane continues to showcase himself ahead of the trade deadline in the NHL. I'm like, I, I think we know what we're getting if we're a team that's acquiring Patrick <laughs> Kane. He didn't need to go on a tear here. You know, they know. In Tempe, Arizona, Jacob Pelje and Walker Dewar scored goals 25 seconds apart in the third period, and Calgary rallied to beat Arizona 6-3. Now, I watched that one. You watched the Jets game, so we'll come around on that. Milan Lucic, Elias Lindholm, Tyler Toffoli, and Michael Backlund also scored for the Flames in their first-ever game at Mullet Arena. And they outshot the Coyotes 52-14. You said you didn't see it. It was probably far too late for you. You're out on Maritime's time. You know, on my tombstone, I hope you've got this written down in the notes feature on your phone, all the things that I want on my tombstone when I die. Probably the very top I want. He was misunderstood. Because when Chris Tanev scored on himself, the Flames defense, but in the second period when I believe they were, yeah, they were killing a penalty. I grabbed my phone. I tweeted, is this the Flames season in a nutshell, scoring on themselves? And then, of course, the Flames come back. Not only do they tie it, but they go on to win it, as I said, 6-3. And people are like, oh, that didn't age well. Too soon. I didn't say their season went down the tubes. What I'm saying is, is this in a microcosm scoring on themselves? Because even the buzz at the hockey game I was at live last night is the Flames should be better. The Flames should be better. We all know that Stevie Wonder can see the Flames should be better. But they're not. <laughs> so my point was not that their season was over by virtue of potentially losing in Arizona. It's that this is their season. And they come back and won. Uh, I'm, I'm not declaring the flame season over. How many times do I have to say that I'm on their bandwagon, but can you stop scoring on yourself? It'd be a good place to start. It'd be a great place to start. I got to watch the first part of that game. So I saw all of that before I fell asleep last night late. But, um, yeah, they came back. They're going to be okay. But you can't, like, when you're behind and you're trying to get in the playoffs and you need things to go your way, you have yeah. to do things to help you. You can't take the, you know, make mistakes like this because they're yes, going to catch and, up with you. Yeah, and that reminds me of a couple of things. Uh, the Flames won, and they're not in a playoff spot today. So think about that for a second. And we're going to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino beginning March 13th. We're at our spring residency, which will very likely extend into the summer. I want a playoff run for the Flames for us to cover live and something to talk about at Gray Eagle with a Flames playoff run. So there's that. By the way, the Barnburner podcast broadcast for the first time. Our good friends, Dean Moberg, Ryan Pinder from the Gray Eagle had some people writing me going, ooh, is that okay? They're moving into your turf. You think they didn't call me and ask if it was okay? Both the casino and the podcast. I know all those guys. They're great friends. 
I've had people say to me, you know, in the last year, be the change, Rod. I'm going to be the change. Let's all work together. We're going to talk about good stuff. We're going to be friends. It, it can happen. So both the Barn Burner podcast and the RP show will be live from the Gray Eagle. Gray I love Eagle it. Resort and Casino. Again, say it with me. Work together. Can you say it, Darren? <laughs> work together. Work together. Together, everyone achieves more. Team. Together, everyone achieves more. Team. We're friends. Uh, so to the game you watched. Placeline, New York. Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period. Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves. And the New York Islanders beat uh, Winnipeg 2-1. Sebastian Aho also scored for New York. Connor Hellebuck made 20 saves for the Jets. Nikolai Ehlers scored. What's your assessment on that Jets loss? Yeah, it's okay. Jets, you know, not as not as big of a deal for them. I thought they played pretty well. I mean, they outshot the Islanders. They were really good in the face-off circle and had a chance late. It took a bad penalty at the end of that game. They were shorthanded. But even still, you know, nice job, you know, by Rick Bonus to pull the goaltender when he got an offensive zone face-off, a bit of a gamble. It worked. They almost scored to tie it up. But uh, the Islanders are a good team. Got some key saves, too, in that game. Jets had their chances. Uh, to tie that game and get it to overtime. So we got a few things going on. The Jets will be fine, as you know. Uh, the Islanders have made their trades. They're in it to win it. So, hey, it was a good measuring stick for the Jets, obviously. And they came up short 2-1 by a one-goal game. That's one thing, interestingly enough. Flames, uh, the Jets are winning far more than they lose. One thing I'm hearing from the hockey people is that the Flames aren't getting blown out. And I understand that that's great. That means you're not a terrible team. But I'll never forget. Rich Preston, everybody knows Rich Preston. Rico, the former Chicago Blackhawk and New Jersey Devils, good friend of mine. I remember a coach in our league one time whining about they'd lost 21 one-goal games, trying to convince the media and the fans that we're not that bad. We lost 21 one-goal games. You know what Rico said? Means you weren't good enough. That's what that means. Okay? So be better. Uh, Hey, point two is overreaction Thursday, and we can talk about the NHL trade deadline and all that, but what trades might happen, and gosh knows there's enough of that around. But I'm going to roll that into point three because people are writing in here already. Well, a couple things. One, Swerve in Calgary says it's minus 27 degrees in Calgary. <laughs> Don't even know the wind chill. Can I say this? I was picking up my some dry cleaning today from Bragg Cleaners, and the nice lady yep. behind the counter she goes, Spring's right around the corner. I can smell the lilacs now. And I was having the kind of morning that I was like, you. And I'm like, no, you're right. You're right. Let's be positive. There's far worse things than the weather. Can't think of any right now, but uh, anyways, Nick writes in and says, Rod, first time watching Connor Bedard live. Incredible. Bedard will have 70 to, 80, 70 to 80 points again next year in the NHL. Book it. There's quite a few. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, good morning, everyone. Pat's big win with Connor's six points. Game was quite exciting. Coaches going at it at the end. Apparently, I was gone. Uh, and by the way, Cole checking in from Nanaimo, BC. Cole says, uh, any, uh, snowy day on Vancouver Island. Means I can catch the RP show live this morning. Glad to have you, Cole. So I got it. And hey, I realized this. It's 11-11 Central, by the way. So visualize a positive outcome, Moose, and it will happen. 
Um, we got these people checking in. <laughs> we got these people checking in from the West Coast. And I'm like, hey, Connor Bedard's from there. North Van. So we can talk about him here out in the prairies. It'll resonate on the West Coast where he's from. And listen, how did Sidney Crosby not put Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia on the map? Did Wayne Gretzky not put Brantford, Ontario on the map? Not like North Vancouver wasn't on the map, but Connor, but those people out there can always say he's from here. Yeah. So I watched a game with hockey people last night. This is getting a little ridiculous. I was with a WHL scout and my phone's going off from scouts going, are you still here? Are you still? It's halfway through the first period, boys. I leave early, but not that early. <laughs> so, they know. Yeah, they know. They know. Let's catch him before he leaves. Before he's pounded his hot dogs and he's ready to leave. Uh, and I went on, listen, it was a great night. I went on Medicine Hat Radio with Gino DePaolo. We had a great chat in between periods. There's people saying that some phantom assists are being handed out by the scorekeepers in Regina. And I'm like, <gasps> we wouldn't do that. But I was visiting. I was not totally keeping my eye on the game. I can't say for sure whether it is or it isn't. But I think Conor Bedard is a man of integrity, a boy of integrity. He's still a minor, let's remember. that He would not stand for that. Because I know guys that have gotten phantom assists in the game before, NHL, WHL, and they've gone to the refs and said, no, no, I didn't have an assist on that. I think Connor Bedard would do that. And I've talked to some scouts this morning and some people that were there, and they're like, well, I don't, didn't see that. So I'm hearing it from other people around the dub. This is just the hate and the scorn and the jealousy that Connor Bedard's going to have to put up with. It is, but you've got to remember, too, now in today's world, every game is, is videoed, every game is streamed. Yeah. And I, and I believe every goal and every point is reviewed um, later in, in, in uh, the post game, and all the points are awarded accurately later. So game, game sheets change all the time now because those results and stats have to be so accurate because you have NHL scouts making decisions that don't see every game. Um, you have all of those things happen. So uh, there's no chance. Uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that was happening a lot. I don't think it's happening at all anymore. Carlos in Indianapolis writes and he says this show also knew Bedard before he became famous if I recall correctly uh, we started interviewing him when he was 14 years old he started intimidating me when he was 14 years old I'm not joking and we've covered that here before so anyways the one thing the scouts that I was sitting with last night and I sat with several of them they're watching right now they said they didn't want to be named they said it they're like, imagine if he had somebody to play with. And it's hard when we're talking about junior hockey players and teenagers. But no sooner was it out of his mouth that he says, put feathering passes right on guys' tape, empty nets, thunk, whoop, whiff, whoop, or in the wrong place. And it's like, that's not going to happen in the NHL. He's going to be setting guys up and they're going to be finishing. Point is, he had six points last night. He could have had 10 or 12. You know, guys couldn't finish around him. So that's how good he is. So he's at a hundred, well, okay, 105 points going into last night. He added six more in one game. So he's at 111. How about that? So here is our overreaction Thursday point uh, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. It's our poll question today. We already know the Pats are going to retire his number. Should they retire it this year? That's the question. Somebody wrote me, and we're going to have to go into the uh, 
into the uh, mentions to go back and find out where it was, Moose, but they're like, it, it's a great idea. Do it in the last game of the regular season. And I'm like, why Why not? Be the first to do something. The kid's playing in a jersey that's retired. It's his own. Why not make history? You're going to do it anyways? What do you think? Make him play with 97 for the last game because they've retired 98. Would be hilarious. Nah. You know, you know, you would have a different conversation and be able to go in depth with your Regina peeps around that rink. But, you know, we have a national audience and somebody who's not from Regina. I would say he goes in instantly. Why not? And without a doubt, he's the best player in franchise history. It's done. Let's, let's do it while he's still playing. I think it's a yeah. hell of an idea. Would um, be really cool. Jeff in Calgary says, uh, the, Jeff the Stamps fan, he says, the first time I ever heard of Connor was on the RP show. It, some of the sports people are kind of slow coming around, but I'm hearing it more. And this trip back here has been fantastic. They're saying, oh, your show's great for sports. You know, you're talking about things and pushing things that nobody else does. Yeah, we've only started doing it 945 shows ago. So, anyways, they got football when we come back, some NBA stuff, and Scotty's, if you can believe. Football, I said it. It's the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and welcome back. And uh, just before we bring the moose back in, I'm going to read a couple more points here. Point four of the Quick Six Show topics is curling. Kerry Anderson will look to complete pool play with a perfect record. There he is. When yeah, the Scotties, so. when the Scotties continues in Cal News today, Anderson is six and zero and already has a spot in the playoffs, sitting atop Pool A. She will face Alberta's Kayla Skirlick and none of its Bridget McPhail. Meanwhile, six-time champion Jennifer Jones of Manitoba, who secured a playoff berth on Wednesday, will close out the pool against New Brunswick's Andrea Kelly. Point five is uh, the NBA. The Toronto Raptors are back in action tonight as the NBA returns. Following the All-Star break, the Raps host the New Orleans Pelicans looking to extend their good fortune in the month of February. Toronto is on a two-game win streak, but has gone five and two this month 
with four games left before its close. And then point six A and six B. Eric Bieniemy has agreed to be the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator and assistant head coach. The team has announced that was on the weekend, but I, I wanted to talk about it today at some point if we can. Bieniemy, a two-time Super Bowl winning assistant with Kansas City, now gets the chance to show what he can do without Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And I bring that up, Darren, because you talked about Bieniemy. I guess it was during Super Bowl you asked me about him. And the other thing is that four Canadians will be taking part in the PGA's Honda Classic today in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Adam Svensson, Taylor Pendrith, Michael Gligic, and Ben Silverman are all teeing off in opening round action. So everybody's geeked up. Everybody's got things they want to say. But regarding Connor Bedard and his six points last night and whether there was some phantom assists handed out, there are people saying that. Of course, there's going to be people saying that, right? Um... Chris is watching in Heidelberg, Ontario, and I want to hear from the Eastern Canadians. I don't know. They just sit back and watch. They're not used to the people out here. Like in Western Canada, people write into this show all the time. I talk about it. I want to hear more from the East. And Chris Heidelberg is in, uh, I'm sorry, Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario, writes in. He says, as a guy who does location scoring for a team in the OHL, that's him. He goes, if there's any doubt of who got a goal or assist or even a plus minus, the video's reviewed to make sure, at least here. And you're explaining the same thing, what happened to the dub. They can't hand out yeah. phantom assists anymore is what you're saying. That's right. They can. It all gets reviewed. Coaches review the film. Every player gets the points that they deserve. And that's it. Okay. Thank you for that. And the other thing was, again, I was visiting. I was filming. I left my gloves uh, in one spot. I had to go back. I wasn't totally watching the game. There was one goal where I heard Bedard's name announced as an assist. I'm like, hmm, I didn't see that, but whatever. I'm a whatever guy now, <laughs> which <laughs> seriously I am. Don't get worked up about too much. But uh, Don, our Navy friend, regarding should Connor Bedard's jersey be retired this year. It's not like it won't be. They will. I think the Pats lead the league in jersey retirements, which incidentally, they've been, we have been around 106 years. So there's a lot of players that have come through the doors and good ones. But Navy Don says, I hate the retiring of numbers. Hang the jersey up and honor the name and number, but allow up and coming players to make their mark with that number as well. Think of the marketing. Our team has had four Hall of Famers who wore number nine. I'm not. I go both ways. I think he's got a really good point. I do. But those ceremonies are a lot of fun. Yeah, they don't come around that often when you retire a number. It should be rare. It should be rare. shouldn't be everybody. But here's the guy who's probably the best player who's ever been through the organization. You know? And you look at what he's going to do. And it's such a short period of time. And it hasn't been for a while that you've had a player like this. Probably worth it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Okay, now we've got through our six points. How about that? So, on the way, Bubba O'Neill from CHCH Hamilton. And also uh, the bandit, Daryl Rommel from CTV Morning Live in Hour 2 to talk a lot of flames, uh, a lot of NHL with him. So, from the viewers, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, how is it that the Women's National Curling Championship has kept the same sponsor for decades while the men's have had several in that time? This gentleman's brain works a hell of a lot different than mine because the first thing I thought when I read that was, who cares? But he cares. So do you know how sponsorship works? Maybe there's somebody at Scotty's that really loves curling. Boom. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's, that's I, that, well. Yeah. Here, yeah, here's the thing. I would, it would tell me that there's always new people watching the women and the men yeah. have a great audience that basically stays the same. I mean, as a sponsor, you want to be a part of an event to capture the attention and become and find customers of all the audience. And if it takes three, four years and you feel like, okay, we've got all the audience now, we don't, like there's no more audience to get, then you stop sponsoring it. That's how it works. You go for as many years as it takes to get all of their fans to become users of your product or to drink Tim Hortons coffee. And then you move on. And I Interest, think they've done yeah. a good job. Well, interesting uh, that you say that because with the Briar was the Labatt Briar. Uh, now it's the Tim Hortons Briar, right? So at least we all remember. I'll never forget last year. I had a great talk this morning with Jeremy Corrigan and Tuna from the, sorry, the SJHL um, show. And we were talking about the Centennial Cup. Anybody that knows me personally would not be surprised by this story. Anybody who doesn't know me real well would be shocked. I was sitting with Brent Ladd. I love him. He's the president of the Canadian Junior Hockey League. All of Junior A's got a big job. <laughs> We're sitting there. This is off the air. But he goes, we got a big, we've sold a national sponsor for our championship, this Centennial Cup. And I'm like, really? Who? He goes, Tim Hortons, Rod. Oh, Right. I've seen it on, on all the, uh, right? And then we were talking about the format because these boys are going to Portage for the Centennial Cup, and I'm a little jelly. I'd love to go because I had so much fun mm-hmm. last year in Esteban. That might have, been, it might have been an Esteban thing as much as a Centennial Cup thing, but I said to Brent, I love the format. There's no more regional tournament, best of seven, no more Doyle Cup, no more Anavat Cup, and whatever they call it in the East. And I said to Brent, I love the 10-team format. How'd you come up with that? And he's like, not that innovative, Rod. We stole it from the World Juniors. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, and by the way, Jeff the Stamps fan uh, chimes in and says it was the Nokia Briar. Remember that? Is Nokia still around? Yeah. Are they still around? Yeah, I think so. I think they're still ticking somewhere, doing something. Guess, if you like don't know, Blackberry. they probably aren't. I wanted to talk about Eric Bieniemy because you and I were watching the Super Bowl together and you leaned over and I guess what, had they shown him on the screen or something, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, and you were like, why has he not got a head coaching job? And it's, I laugh because I was watching Overdrive yesterday on TSN because we're friends with all these guys, Hayes, Noodles, the O-Dog, and they were talking about it being the NFL offseason. And I'm like, guys, you're clearly three hockey puckheads. There is no NFL offseason. There isn't one. Yeah. Whether it's mock drafts or coaching carousel or whatever you want to talk about, there is no NFL offseason. And Eric Bieniemy going to Washington, A, nothing surprises me in sports at all, but I don't understand why this was a big – why would you ask me why is he not a head coach? Yeah, because, you know, they've had so much success. And you see all these coordinators under the sun get get hired as head coaches. And here's the most successful one, I mean, in terms of winning. And he's not getting any looks. I mean, he's getting looks, but he's not getting any jobs. And let, let me, these guys, GMs, these owners, these coaches, they know these people inside and out. They have connections throughout every team in the league. They do all their homework. And there's a reason he's not getting hired. 
and it's because they don't feel that he's going to be a great head coach. They don't feel that he's got that he has enough to do, enough influence on what's going on in Kansas City. Even if he's called the offensive coordinator, we know Andy Reid's calling the plays. We know it's Andy Reid's system. We know Andy Reid's the head coach. We know he's the guy. We don't really know what Eric Bieniemy is doing over there. So, how much influence does he have? Probably not a lot. Otherwise, he would have been hired. So he's going to go laterally to Washington to try and prove to everybody that, no, he does know what he's doing. And if he does a good job in year one or two, he'll be a head coach really quick. Okay, fair. So you did a little investigating as to why he's not a head coach. I mean, because what I'm hearing now is people saying, well, why would he go to Washington? Like, you yes. understand the biggest thing people will learn in life is, is, especially if you're a sports person or a public person, is to just earmuff it and not listen to anybody. And I'm going to uh-huh. read The Wire. I'm going to read The Wire. And you know, you know well, I struggle with that myself at times. But from The Wire's story, Eric Bieniemy, who turns 54 in August, emerged from a pool of more than a half dozen candidates as Washington's choice for the job. The longtime NFL assistant has interviewed for numerous head coaching jobs. But Andy Reid called plays for the Chiefs. The decisions by teams not to hire B enemy, who is black as a head coach, have been an ongoing talking point for critics of the NFL's minority hiring practices. B enemy will call plays and run every aspect of Washington's offense under Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, a defensive-minded head coach, and he inherits second-year quarterback Sam Howell, who goes into spring as the starter. That right there, Tells me a little bit of why he went there. He wants to prove everybody wrong and shove it where the sun don't shine. You can't win without Mahomes. You can't win without Andy Reid. You're me, 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 me. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. man, the more I look into it, the more I get it. Let's just stop for a second. Six hundred and sorry, nine hundred and forty-five shows ago. Do you think I didn't get Rod? Why would you want to do a show on Facebook? Why would you want to do this? Give all these other opportunities. I want to do it because nobody thinks we can do it. Hot and with this whole, this whole team, we did it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to come back here. Um, it's fun. What I've, I've been here three weeks now in the Queen City, place where I lived over a quarter century, and they're like, show's going great, eh? Watch it on TV all the time. I'm like, it is going fantastic, and it's getting bigger every day. <laughs> so Eric Bieniemy, I don't know if he's going to be able to turn the Washington Commanders around with a quarterback who's not even a household name in his own house. But the challenge is what these guys are addicted to. Fair? Big, big time. And, you know, if Eric Bieniemy wasn't qualified and wasn't good at his job, he wouldn't have stuck. He wouldn't have been in Kansas City. Exactly. So I'm sure Andy Reid said, look, if it doesn't work out, we'll probably have a spot for you. You know, he'll have a spot somewhere. But you can't go through life, you know, wanting to be a head coach, having dreams to do this, and not take the shot. He's taking his shot. He's going after it. If it doesn't work out and he falls on his face, he'll go back to Kansas City knowing that he gave it a shot. Right? So I'm rooting for him. Playing it safe sucks. It's yeah. safe, but it's boring as hell. Uh, by the way, Dan Asham in Winnipeg writes and he says, can the Jets make it to the second round of the playoffs? Dan has uh, said that many times, and I've answered many times. Yes, they're going to the conference final against the Vegas Golden Knights. I never did. You, you didn't join us for the overtimes. So I did. Here's my Stanley Cup final prediction. Vegas, Boston 
which incidentally was an NHL simulation, uh, EA Sports simulation. A couple of years ago, they had that final pick, and I think it's going to happen this year. Darren still thinks okay. it's Colorado, Carolina. And how about those Florida Panthers? They're in a playoff spot today, y'all. <laughs> Suck on that, Pomo haters. You're done, Moose. Have a go. Have a great PEI day. Thank you very much. Enjoy the day. One of the best guys, the host of Ticats broadcast in Hamilton, and from CHCH, Clint Bubba O'Neill joins us next from the Hammer. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE The Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. As usual, it moves fast. It's hour one of your favorite daytime sports talk show, the RP Show, Game Plus TV, uh, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and The Key. Uh, I'll get to your viewer and audience comments in the next segment, okay, if that's all right, in a sports update, because I don't want to waste any time with our next guest, Clint Bubba O'Neill, because I got a lot I want to fire at him. Hey, uh, Bubba, welcome to the program. And listen, what is happening in Hamilton? What's the latest, brother? We haven't talked to in far too long. Well, first of all, great to chat with you, the Rod. It has been a while, but you're t- so right. I mean, Hamilton, I think people always focus on when you think about Southern Ontario and what's going on in Toronto. And no doubt, I understand it. It's the capital of the hockey world and certainly the sports world across the country. Everyone else would argue with that. But boy, there's so much going on in Hamilton. You got to start with the Tiger Cats, obviously. Free agency, they went into it, uh, ending the season with 24 guys needed to be signed. Obviously, you can't sign anyone. But there's some big, big impact players, uh, Rod, that have been been signed and remember the great cup is in this city for 2023 so i thought the tiger cats made a huge splash uh what might you be talking about bubba (laughs) your best friend (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) it starts there right (laughs) yeah so is he the answer well, I mean, you watched the game as close as anyone, and I, I think there was definite issues at the quarterback position in 2022 with Dane Evans. Uh, I, with all due respect, he's a fine individual, but his performance on the football field certainly does, has a lot to do with the sport of football, any sport for that matter, and he was a turnover machine. And I think what you get with Bo Levi Mitchell is a guy that's got a track record, a guy that's won before, that's been MOP, uh, a guy that has been uh, a great cup MVP. And I think because of what's happened in his years in Calgary, maybe it was time for a change, number one. But I think losing his starting job has fired up the man. And I think one of the things he said at his press conference that I thought really interested to me is that I want to learn and maybe this is kind of in the Tom Brady mold. I want to learn what it's like to win somewhere else. And with the opportunity of the Grey Cup being here, a rabid fan base, they have now surrounded him. They re-signed Tim White. They, they lost Stephen Dunbar. They brought back a guy, which I think is real interesting. You know him all too well with the Rough Riders, and that's Duke Williams. The body beautiful. Uh, this guy can really go up and get it. He's got some past history. Um, 
can we say, misgivings with things he's done on and off the football field. But I think another guy that if motivated, you know, James Butler from the BC Lions, I think is as fine of a tailback as we're going to see in the Canadian Football League. And they've also surrounded some guys on defense with more talent and brought back Simone Lawrence, which I think fired up everyone in Ticat land. So this is a team that it's got to go prove itself. But I think on paper is as good as anyone else in the Canadian Football League, Rod. Yeah, well, and Bo's 32. I don't think he's nowhere near done, and he's motivated, so watch out. But I want to put this in before we go any further. I do a lot of driving, Bubba. I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of radio, and I listen to the Cats Audio Network, and you guys do such a great job. Um, like I say, I'm a broadcaster. I appreciate good broadcasting. But I came up to Andy Fantuz at the Grey Cup, and I was like, Tuz, you're really good on there. And you know him. He's like, uh, uh, thanks. And I'm like, no, I grabbed him by the arm. And I'm like, yeah. no, really good. And then he just brightened up. And I said, well, thanks, Rod. And I, and I he didn't even want to do interviews here. He hated the media. So it's kind of ironic how things mm-hmm. come full circle, huh? And there's so many people in the sports world that I you know, were really good on the field or on the diamond or on the ice that have turned their careers around and done things in the media. And you're right. I got to work really, really close with Andy and will continue to do so in my first year as the host and pregame. And I know you've done that kind of thing on the play by play level, but working the pregame, postgame and halftime with him. Uh, you know, you know, as a partner, I mean, and I, I watched Andy play at Western, right? So I'm very familiar with what he's done on on an amateur and professional level. I mean, really, the one of the goat receivers in the, in all of Canadian college football, and had an unbelievable career with your homeland and the and the Rough Riders, and here with the Tiger Cats as well, too, spending six years each. So I think he has really developed. I think we're, we haven't even seen the best of Andy yet. I think there's still more to come. It will not surprise me in the least if one day I lose my my host, my co-host, and he ends up on TSN. He's that yeah, good. Well, he's one of those guys that can do whatever he puts his mind to. Uh, he's a mm-hmm. beauty. Uh, what else you got? What else is popping? Uh, Craig Smith, our director yeah. of scouting, watching, he writes in, he says, Hey, Bubba, great guy. Used to interview me when I was with the Ticats. Smitty is going to be here in the bunker tomorrow. But what else is going on uh, there in Steeltown? Well, I know you're big in the junior hockey, and there's all kinds of stuff going on with the Hamilton Bulldogs, who have been the what in the Memorial Cup final two out of the last four years. Uh, this is their last year here in Hamilton for what we believe is going to be three years as they rip apart First Ontario Centre uh, with complete uh, complete renovation. Um, you know, we don't really know. There's no real promise that you're coming back to Hamilton. They are going to the Bell City and the home of Wayne Gretzky in Brantford, and they're going to renovate and put $10 million into the old Civic Center, which is over 50 years old. And they're moving to Brantford. So that's a weird, weird feeling to lose your junior hockey team and one that has been so successful under the likes of Matt Turek right now as the general manager. Steve Steos is the president and general manager for a long stint there. Uh, so losing that team and a, a good young team. And here's a name for you guys, Nick Lardis. 
right? A, a guy that we picked up from Peterborough in a Pete's in a, in, in a trade, kind of an overage for a for a 17-year-old player trade. And he has been nothing short of spectacular. I mean, I think he's played 16 games and scored 15 goals. I mean, you know, that's a good, I mean, like for a guy that's 17 years old to take over the offense like that is certainly uh, something to look forward to. And he's entering his draft year. So that's a fun guy to watch. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Bulldogs. And certainly everything can be worked out and they can come back. But it is going to be weird not to have junior hockey at the highest level not in hamilton basketball hey i have to be scold you guys a little bit i know you guys talk a little bit of the atlanta hawks there and of course you talk a little raptors yeah but it's been a long time since i have not heard in fact i don't even have heard if you guys talked about shea gilgis alexander hamilton yeah. made him right okay he has been either third anywhere from third to fifth in nba scoring all season long about 31 points per game on a on a kind of young and rebuilding team with the oklahoma city thunder first time all-star uh this guy this kid is uh, what a great story i mean it's kind of in the michael jordan mold where he got cut from his first high school team and then changed to another high school in the city and you know going through another hamilton prep school in the united states kentucky and then you know drafted by the clippers and ended up with okc what a story he has been and i'm going to throw you this because tonight the golden horseshoe which is our part of southern ontario the golden horseshoe athlete of the year will be named so i'm going to put this to you there uh, is pick give me a winner milan borion the canadian goaltender in men's soccer, who obviously went to the World Cup. Sarah Nurse, who has been just an outstanding hockey player on the Canadian women's level and the Dream Gap Tour, all what she has done. And, and first woman to ever be on the cover of EA Sports Hockey. She's quite a resume. Yep. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Who do you pick for the best in 2022 out of those two, those three? Well, who'd you, who'd you vote for? I think because of what she has done outside of her sport, there's something about Sarah Nurse that I think yeah. there's a story that's still that's yet to be continued to be written. And Shay, hey. for sure, all what he's done in the NBA, that's still probably I think going to be on the on the on the rise. And Milan, I mean, the Canadian soccer team going to be in the World Cup, the next World Cup, back to back World Cups. But I think there's something about this Sarah Nurse. And coming from the Nurse family, Kia Nurse, Darnell Nurse, we could go on and on. Uh, I think there's something about her that really, really interests me. And I thought she had a wonderful year. Right. At, at the Olympics, Olympics set a record for the most points by a Canadian player. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, hockey's had a tough uh, couple of years here. Hockey people need to stick together. So my vote goes for Sarah Nurse. Bubba, keep in touch. I'm following you closely, and you continue to do a bang-up job, my friend. Thanks for coming on today. Hey, always a pleasure. And you know what? I mean, great to see you back in the bunker. Like, I mean, I know you would prefer, what is it? What is it in South Beach right now? Probably about 27 degrees Celsius. Uh, yeah, slightly cloudy but mostly sunny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Thank right. you, Bubba. Appreciate you. We'll be right Always back a with a viewer takeover and a sports update after this. You're watching on game plus television, iHeartRadio, YouTube live and WQEE the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. Cause it's a heave ho, hi, oh, 
Dealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Lewis slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Hi, and legitimately in the studio, the bunker. This is where we're at. Feels good. Got the heater going. Hi. Having some vehicle problems this morning. Woosa. But we're humming now until the show's over anyways. I'll get to the viewer and audience comments in a moment, but a sports update is promised. There are eight games on the NHL slate tonight, including a matchup of superstars in Pittsburgh where Connor McDavid's Edmonton Orders meet Sidney Crosby's Penguins. The Orders have a hold of a wild card spot in the West and sit just three points out of first in the Pacific. Meanwhile, the Calgary Flames look to build on last night's 6-3 win in Arizona when they visit the Vegas Golden Knights. Elsewhere, the Vancouver Canucks search for a road win against the St. Louis Blues. The Toronto Raptors return to the floor following a week off for the NBA's All-Star break. The Rabs host the New Orleans Pelicans at Scotiabank Arena. The teams play for the second time this season. The Pelicans won 126-108 in their first meeting on December the 1st. The Atlanta Hawks are off. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, 80 for Brady. And how about this? Our director, Jordan, went to it. He's an advocate of 80 for Brady. He says you got to go. It's inspired by the true story of four best friends living life to the fullest when they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero, Tom Brady, play. Starring Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field with seven-time Super Bowl champion and producer Tom Edward Brady. In theaters now, Landmark Cinemas. Go check it out. Okay. Um, I said audience takeover. You've had a lot of questions. You've waited patiently for the answers. One, Stephen in North Dakota asks, did you plug in your vehicle last night? Rod, is it an electric car? No, I did not. And that's on me. All of this is on me. And we'll talk about this next. I didn't plug it in. The Bandit is here, by the way. Uh, Daryl, the Bandit. I'm glad that you're having a good chuckle out of this. And the, I went and parked it. Better in a, you than me. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. I went and parked it in an indoor heated lot this morning and came out with a $98 ticket. Again, on me. I, right? You're having a day. That's what I said. It was a $98 ticket, but I thought, well, it's cheaper than a tow. It's cheaper than a repair bill, so I'll take it. Yeah. It, it thawed out my vehicle. Your deep pockets. That's yeah, we that's have it. It's just cash. money. They're making more of it. Walking around cash for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the questions from our viewers. Ted in Arizona. 
He says, hey, folks, sorry, traveled back home from Arizona to Red Deer. Who won the third jersey contest? The winner of the retro reverse jersey contest was the Los Angeles Kings. They finally did it. Last minute of play in hour one. The LA Kings have the nicest third jerseys. Retro reverse is voted by you, the audience, and uh, they beat the Buffalo Sabres in the Stanley Cup final of jerseys. Uh, what else? BW in Edmonton writes in and says, what's iHeartRadio? Where was that question? He said, is it some new U.S. thing? Uh, it is, but it is available around the world. So we, yes, I think it's the number one streaming radio in owned America. Bell Media. Oh, is it owned by Canada. Bell? Well, how about that? We're on oh, Bell. We're co-workers now. now. Didn't we're... see you at the Christmas party. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Got him. You're probably in Boca getting a Here's tab. one. Craig, our director of scouting. Daryl Rommel, my favorite news guy. We got a lot to get to with the Bandit next hour. Stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus WQEE and iHeartRadio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 